Hey, welcome to the Tradies Success Podcast. If you're loving the podcast, we'd love to help you start, scale, or automate your tradie business. We help everyone from startup all the way up to $1 million plus months, and would love to be able to help you too. So click the link in the show notes if you're interested in getting some support and joining an epic community of legends in the academy. We'd also appreciate if you're loving the podcast to leave a review. It helps us reach more people and help more tradies like you run successful businesses. All right, let's get into it. Coming to you on another episode of the Trady Business Podcast. We are the Trady Success Academy, and we exist to make your life better, to make your life easier, to make your business more profitable, and just to make you happier. You know what's really interesting is that everyone wins when the business is healthy. You win, your staff win, your family win, future generations of your family also win. It is an absolute win-win. And we've got to get your business firing. We've got to put you in that asset mentality, in that asset mindset, in that healthy business mentality. Let's make your business healthy. Let's make it profitable. Let's make it successful. And let's define that we are here to elevate the perception of the tradie, of tradies everywhere. Uh, that's our kind of mandate as the Tradie Success Academy. That's what we do. And this is another episode of the Tradie Business Podcast. Stoked to have you listening wherever you are. You might be eating McDonald's. You might be having a thick shake. You might be having a smoothie. Doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. It's good. And it's good you've joined us. And I am pumped to have you here. I am by myself today. Just me. Mono e mono. Not really, but you get the gist. Just hanging out with you wherever you are in your car listening in the AirPods, listening wherever. We're here to discuss today the topic of industry standard. What is industry standard? And it's really funny, you know, when you ask everyone what they think about tradies, what's the general public's perception of tradies? What does the general public actually think about us? You can start to you can start to paint the picture yourself, right? Uneducated, unvaluable, late not reliable, messy, dumb, uh, smelly, <laughs> smelly something that comes up a lot. Like if they were to draw you, you might have those little stink lines. It might smell like under the house. It might smell like a roof space. It might smell like timber. It might just smell awful. And if you're sitting next to someone right now, just double check, they smell good. Give them a little whiff and just say you smell great or you smell like something. Just do that for me. That'd be great. Lazy communicators, expensive dirty um, duds, all this kind of stuff. You know, it's really interesting. That's the general public's general perception. Uh, and sometimes if we're completely honest, we might be fueling that fire. And wherever you are right now, have a think about what do we want them to think of us, right? I don't want someone to think of me as un unreliable, uneducated, late, messy, dumb, all this kind of stuff. We don't, that's, that, we don't want to fuel that fire. We want to fuel the fire of, uh, hey, these guys are reliable. They are trustworthy. They are heroes. And we understand that not all heroes wear capes, but potentially all heroes wear tool belts or all heroes uh, carry pens if you're a pen pusher in the office and you've potentially put on some kilos due to your lack of office fitness, you know, your site fitness has gone down. We'll get to you in next week's podcast, but we want people to think we're reliable, trustworthy, heroes on time, that we excel at our job, that we are educated, we are wizards, we are lords, we are godlike, and we are professional. 
And that's where the money lies in companies like that, in companies that excel in customer service, that excel in reputation, and that excel in their on-site work. The money is there. The money's not in the people that don't return phone calls, that, that don't set up systems and processes, all this kind of stuff. The money is there for you if you treat your business like an asset and if we've got that excellent reputation. So don't ever neglect or resent the little things that you do that will accelerate your reputation. It's the things that no one sees that result in the things that everyone wants. I'll say that again, we'll pull it back a little bit, but it's the things that no one sees, all the little things you do, all the extra one percenters that result in the results that everyone wants. Everyone wants to be more profitable, have a better staff, have a better culture, but who is willing to pay the price? I hope you are because it is definitely worth it. And now we relate it sort of straight back to you, straight back in your court. Here's your return serve. The ball is coming at you. Are you helping are you helping the industry or are you not, right? Are we uh, fueling the fire that the general public's opinion, they were uneducated, unvaluable, dirty, expensive, dumb, lazy communicators, smelly, right? Are we fueling that fire or is our business fueling that reliable, trustworthy, on time, great value, wizards, professional? You've got to use these guys. You've got to use these girls. What fire? Are we, are we putting a fire out or are we pouring petrol on something? What are we doing? And I really, really hope that your business is uh, elevating the perceptions of tradies' lives everywhere. It's elevating the perception of tradesmen, elevating the perception of what people think can be accomplished, would be accomplished, should be accomplished. Because let's face it, everyone wins when the business is healthy. Everyone wins when your business is healthy. When your business is healthy, the money's there. When the money's there, we're paying our staff correctly. When the money's there, we're not aggressive towards clients because the money's there, right? When the money's there, you, you win. Your family wins. Generation to generation wins. You've got something you can pass down. You can just put an and son or and daughter after your business name and pass it down, right? Everyone wins when the business is healthy. And I challenge you to look back at uh, some, if you've ever resented your business or you've ever got frustrated a staff member or a client, chances are it has been in and around money focused. When the money's there, when the business is healthy, everyone wins. So I'm going to give you uh, six tips here, six tips in this podcast of how to make, uh, what's a non-negotiable? So what's industry standard and what should be non-negotiable in your business to make sure it's just that little bit healthier and wherever you are, you might have the healthiest business or you might have the most unhealthy business. We can all get that little bit healthier. We can all eat that little bit better or put into our business something just to make it that, that little bit easier to be in and around. All right, here's my non-negotiables for, for having a great business. This is what I've picked up over sort of crazy to think almost 20 years. I think my 19th year in and around the trade industry. I love the trade industry and I'm pumped to be on the other side, helping you guys and girls make money and be more profitable and be successful and, you know, spend more time with your family and just get that asset back, which is essentially why you started the business. But all right, here we go. First one, if there's a problem with your invoice, there's a problem with your process. Say that again. If there's a problem with your invoice, there's usually 990 times, 999 times out of 100, usually a problem with your process. In other words, if someone's got bill shock, 
right, chances are you haven't advised them of the amounts prior. We've got to make sure that we are communicating well to the client on price. If you don't know how to talk about money, you will get absolutely chewed up, eaten alive, spat out. There's no substitute for early communication and it's much easier to explain amounts to people before you start the job than once you finish the job. If there's a problem with your invoice, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check your process, all right? You have a rule in your company, all right? All amounts are discussed prior. That's why we love to encourage the shopping list pricing system for service and maintenance jobs and for projects and beyond or day rates. All this stuff comes back down to mass, comes back down to spreadsheets and comes back down to communication, right? I challenge you, think back the times there's been a problem with your invoice and then ask yourself, what could have I done better in my process? What's a non-negotiable rule that I've got to have, must have to, to make that invoice process smooth and transition really well. Someone once told me that the best part of your life should be when you're sending invoices because <laughs> it's like, I've done a great job. The client's obviously happy. I've communicated all amounts beforehand and here comes the money, baby. <laughs> That's invoicing. If you don't feel like that about invoice, double check yourself. Really important problem with your invoice, problem with your process. Number two, I call it the five-minute rule. This rule, this, this is going to ruin your life. If you don't want your life to be ruined, please turn me off right now. But if you're happy to have a life ruiner, please listen up. Someone once told me that the difference between a good job and an excellent job is five minutes. The difference between a good job and an excellent job is in and around that five-minute mark. In other words, it's that last screw from the van. It's that additional phone call to talk about money to the client, additional phone call to, hey, we're running a little bit late, additional something, additional follow-up, additional whatever. The difference between a good and excellent job is usually in and around the five-minute mark. And you can relate that to anything you do. This will ruin your life personally and professionally, right? That additional cuddle for your child, that additional uh, I love you to your wife or to your husband, whatever, that additional small thing. In other words, it pales in comparison to the job at hand. It's a small part, a small portion of the job, but I want to encourage you, do that last bit well. It's really, really important to do that last five minutes really, really well. Another thing with a five-minute rule, it's, it's going to go twofold here. Go with me. And I know people listening up on this podcast will be uh, <laughs> will bottle things up sometimes, right? Uh, and, and go with me. All right. So sometimes when, when something happens in business and, and you go, all right, uh, I'm going to, if you're a hothead, right? You're a hothead texter or a hothead phone caller. I can't believe it, man. I can't believe you did this. You can be a, an absolute hothead. I want to encourage you, hotheads out there, listen up. If it's still a good idea to, to lose the plot, to fly off your handle in five minutes, do it. But set a timer first before you send that text. <laughs> before you react, let's set a five-minute timer and then double check in five minutes time, is it still a good idea to be a hothead? I think you'll find more often than not, it's not. Right, But other you guys, you might not be a hothead, but you might be what I like to call a knothead. See what I did there? That is absolute genius. A knothead. What is a knothead? It's someone that doesn't confront anything. Someone turns up at 7.15, you don't say anything. Instead of flying off the handle, you just bottle it up. Right? In, in, instead of uh, confronting an issue, you just bottle it up. I won't say anything. I won't say anything. But you get so mad. Right? 
So if you're a knothead, set your timer for five minutes or 24 hours or whatever. And if it's still a good idea to confront it, then you need to confront it. Big boys and big girls have big boy and big girl conversations. If you're the big dog in your business, big dogs have big dog conversations. You've got to have the big conversations well. All right. Number three, weekly staff meetings. Weekly staff meetings. Nothing, nothing, nothing is more important than a weekly staff meeting. In this weekly staff meeting, really important, a couple of things. Why would I have a weekly staff meeting? It takes up too much time. Does it have to? You can run it on Zoom, 15 minutes max, get all the boys and girls together. And so many times as bosses, we don't lay up proper expectations, but then we get really frustrated when someone misses the expectation that we have subconsciously set for them, but they don't really understand what we're talking about because we haven't communicated properly to them. So they are missing the mark repetitively. They are always missing our expectations and falling short of what we want them and, and how we want them to be, but we're not communicating to them any level of expectation. In other words, it's really hard to meet someone's expectation when you don't know what that expectation is. In a staff meeting, we lay up what's expected. What, what is expected when you wear the uniform, when you put on the baggy green of, of your business? What's expected? This is how you act. This is how you talk. This is how you walk. This is the pride you carry yourself in. This is how we go about our business. This is what we do. And in this, it's really important we attack process, not people. When the task is being attacked, we're fighting for excellence. When the person is being attacked, that's, that's bad. That's not where you want to be. Don't attack people, attack process. And make sure in, in this, make sure, I love to say that culture is what you walk past and what you, and what you confront and what you don't, don't, don't confront, right? Culture is, if you've just, so, so many times we just think culture is what we, what we walk past and confront, right? Uh, pick your shoes up, tidy your socks up, do this, all this kind of stuff, you know? Um, what, what we confront, but culture is also what you walk past and don't say anything about. So you've got to get really good at in your weekly staff meeting saying, Hey, this is what's expected. And this is what is, this is what's not required. We're going to drop this and we're going to add this. So we're always going to be confronting culture. We're going to be uh, recognizing that culture usually comes from the top and culture comes from a process. So iron out all these problems and everything in any staff meeting. Do it on Zoom, 15 minutes, really, really simple. But hey, I have gone over time a little bit and I'm conscious of that. I've got three more for you. We're going to visit this next week. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Our non-negotiables for, for what should be standard in our industry. Hopefully you've picked up a couple of massive tips today. Problem with your invoice, problem with your process, the five-minute ruiner, life ruiner rule, and weekly staff meetings. If you can implement those three things, you're well on your way to having a great, profitable, and successful business. Thanks for joining us. And remember that everyone wins when the business is healthy.